Astros on the corner of 6th Street in Ogden, in the heart of fabulous downtown Las Vegas, we present the Downtown Podcast. Starring your hosts, Leah Bowser, Johnny Sos, Jason Outlaw, music by yours truly, DJ Lenny Love Alfonso. Tonight's guest, from Adventures of Hitchbat, Chris Kim. Artist Ryan Brunty. Musical performance by downtown Frankie and the Franks. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the man who's waiting for his results from his weekend with Charlie Sheen, Mr. Jason Outlaw. How's it going, guys? What's up? I'm still waiting on those testicles. I'm just saying, I, I am, I am. How are we doing out there, everyone? All right? All right, all right. Yes, yes. You're looking good. That's the main thing. You're looking good. That's, that's the most important thing. Well, thank you all for being here. We really appreciate it. And uh, this is what's in the news. All right. According to CBS, uh, according to CBS News, Christian anti-masturbation mascot, Fappy, was recently arrested for public masturbation while swimming naked with dolphins at SeaWorld in San Diego. I'm, that's a joke in itself. I've got nothing on that one. That's, that's a joke right there. That's, can you believe that? And, and not only that, I don't know if you've read this story. Um, hit me up and I'll email it to you. They said he was masturbating aggressively. <laughs> Literally. How do you, oh, God, dolphins. Ah. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, you ever why, do that, Lenny? Why are you looking at me? I, I have no idea. <laughs> you said you like dolphins. Like, how did you know? I, I thought you were a dolphin fan. Right? <laughs> you like dolphins. I don't know. Jenny uh, McCarthy is talking about her two and a half men co-star, Charlie Sheen's HIV diagnosis. Jenny McCarthy said she had to sign a waiver about uh, her herpes, um, and she doesn't understand why Charlie Sheen had to keep his HIV secure, how, why he didn't have to say anything. That's right. However, she feels like both STDs could have been avoided if they didn't vaccinate their children. Oh. <laughs> She's... Belief she system, like, yeah, yeah. She doesn't like those vaccinations. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, David Hasselhoff is in the news. He claims he has changed his name to David Hoff. Yes, indeed. When polled about which name they liked better, 100% of people went with no one cares. You care? Yeah, Hoff, Hassel, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't bother me. Um, last weekend, uh, the uh, MMA records were set uh, when Ronda Rousey lost her title to Holly Holm. Did anyone see that fight? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Celebrities automatically came out on Twitter to say negative things about Ronda Rousey. Even Lady Gaga came in saying, that's what you get for not touching gloves. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, because all we, we always want to hear MMA advice from a musician who hasn't been relevant in two years. <laughs> and, tour <laughs> and tours, currently tours, with a man that's old enough to see the first punch thrown by Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was a brawler, right? Jesus. That's his thing. That's his thing. Um, another Florida. There's three from Florida. I loved it. I, I just got to go hang out in Florida. A Florida woman was arrested this week after she walked up to police and asked them to kill her husband. Yes. However, police did think about it for a second when they asked, is he black? Oh. Oh. No. Are you Are we groaning? Is it groan timing on? <laughs> Must have been Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, from Florida. Any, who's from Florida? Anyone from Florida out there? <laughs> uh, oh, one. All right, good stuff. All right, cool. <laughs> Solid. All right, Legos. Legos just came out. They have created an anti-Lego slipper that protects your feet from hurting when you step on Legos. 
Yes, indeed. So basically, uh, this will not only save your feet, but it will save children from getting murdered by their parents. <laughs> okay. You never get more angry than when you step on a Lego. You know? You're like, son of a, no! He's going to kill you. Um, a new service. There's a new service out called uh, The Breakup Shop. And for $30, they will break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend for you. That's right. The company will end your relationship uh, for you in a number of methods and, and uh, for varying prices. That's right. You can just go on there and just click a bunch of different things. You, didn't mean, you mean I didn't have to kill her, said O.J. Simpson. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I don't think the internet was around then. <laughs> I didn't see O.J. coming on that one. Other, yeah. <laughs> that field. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like Ronda Rousey getting knocked out. That's <laughs> You're right. No. All right, good stuff. All right, uh, the Google self-driving car was pulled over for going too slow and impeding traffic. Do you guys hear about this? When asked why it was driving so terribly, the car said, I'm a Toyota. Oh. <laughs> Toyota. <laughs> um, Nicki Minaj is in the news. Nicki Minaj is getting her own Disney TV show. Yes, yes. It's going to be called, What's Good, Not My Acting. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, so right now we've got a very, very special thing. We've got our Christmas poet that is going to come up here along with our holiday turkey, and they've got a little something that they're going to do. Come on, come on up. Three, there two, you one, go. How about a round of applause for our holiday? Hello, and I'm the, the Thanksgiving poet, and this one is uh, <laughs> written for uh, the perfect feast. If you were born a turkey, Tell me, what would you do? Would you be so perky, knowing one day someone would eat you? <laughs> to be born a turkey must be better than a chicken. <laughs> Apart from next Thursday, it's not you that we're licking. <laughs> Tell me, would you eat a turkey if you knew that you were one? Would you keep on twerking? <laughs> and still gobble just for fun. <laughs> if someone crossbred you and put you in a stew, would you deny that it's true even after hearing the coo? <laughs> Go on, little dinosaur. Enjoy your last week. You have wings but can't soar. And we will devour all but your beak. We'll pair you with cranberry sauce and then eat your skin. I'm sorry this will be your loss because pilgrims always win. Thank you. All right, hey, give it up for our Thanksgiving poet. Awesome, awesome job. All right, and, and that turkey is available so you can sit on his lap later like Santa Claus. There it is, yes, yes, just sit on it. And you can tell him what you're thankful for. That's true. In the meantime, give it up for DJ Lenny Alfonso! Vegas native who is changing the game in mental health. Please welcome Ryan Brenty. You can stand. He's defiant. This one. Defiant. Wow. Hi everybody. You need to play by our rules. You're in our house. Sorry. Here I am. Sir. 
<laughs> control yourself. <laughs> okay, so this is Ryan Brunty. I'm super excited. I know we've, we've met before. We've talked a little bit about what you do. Um, and I uh, honestly, after we first met, I stalked you on Instagram a little bit. And I saw that you met Harry Potter. Yes. So I didn't know it was going to go right to Harry Potter. Sorry. But no, yeah. I just have to ask you about that. How was it to like touch everyone's childhood dream? I'm like, wearing a Macaulay Culkin yeah. shirt right now, so I don't know if yeah. I'm like, touching yeah. that. Um, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's a cool dude. He's super nice, and he's Harry Potter, so everyone wants to meet Harry Potter. Uh, I did not do any spells with Harry Potter, although I do regret that every day. Like, just saying, like, Lingardia is something. Leviosa. Lingardium Leviosa. Yeah, something. <laughs> That's the only but, yeah, one cool. that... Comic-Con's like that, though. If you go to Comic-Con, you just get to meet all kinds of crazy people. Really? Like, Is that where you met yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah, it was at Comic-Con last year. Oh, my goodness. Like, I've become friends with, like, Dan Harmon, the guy that made Community, and Rick and Morty, and, uh, like, all those guys, like, Cartoon Network guys, are all super, super cool, so. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just a super cool dude yourself. You have, like, a band. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a band. You got a haunted house. So, okay. You I told do. me your house is haunted. How? What do you see? Are we getting into the haunted house yes, already? I'm Man, sorry. this is crazy. Uh, yeah, so I live in a haunted house. Um, it's legitimately haunted. Uh, you know, you waking up, you wake up to like footsteps and scratches on your body and stuff. And what? yeah, we're trying to look at the history right now, but there's like mob history and. Uh, okay, you met Harry Potter and you didn't ask like, <laughs> hey, dude, is there like everywhere. a spell that I can do? Yeah. Yeah. I wish those timelines crossed. That would have been a great thing to talk to Harry Potter about. Dang it. So, wait, you legitimately wake up with scars on your, or scratches on your body? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Because my, because <laughs> I've always, I've always been like, if I see a ghost, it's fine. If mm -hmm. I see it, I'll probably faint and like be out for like three days. Sure. But if a ghost touches me or physically I mean, it's not me like, in any kind of way. I always wish I it'd be, be like not, Ghostbusters when like Dan Aykroyd wakes up and like the ghost is like unzipping his pants, but <laughs> it's not like that, unfortunately. I'm but sorry. Yeah. It's sorry, like legitimately yeah. scary. <laughs> Okay, well, besides your um, ghost, so <laughs> you do this awesome stuff. You've made it through um, mental illness yourself, um, doing well, something really awesome and innovative. Mm. Um, you've created this Yerman character. So uh, tell us a little bit about Yerman and who that is. Yeah, I don't think you ever really make it through your mental illness. I think it's just like coping with it and figuring out what helps and what works for you and, and dealing with the depression and anxiety. Uh, for me personally, it's drawing monsters and painting monsters. Uh, I've been really lucky to paint it Life is Beautiful and I painted a mural over the Gold Spike uh, in the Beer Pong area. Uh, I have 40 foot murals at Zappos and all over downtown. And if anybody goes to Grouchy John's. Oh, thank you. He only did that because he told you to. I see you. That'd be cool to have you around in like, like life. Like just follow me around. Yeah. yeah awesome. Perfect. Like if anybody's like single in the audience, that'd be a good pickup line for like, like at a bar, just have someone like walk up behind you. Um, but yeah, it's like for me, like humor and, and art has always been my coping mechanism for, uh, for my depression. And when my grandfather passed three years ago, uh, that was the most crippling part of my anxiety where I didn't leave my house for two weeks. And so I started drawing self-portraits and uh, a little Yeti came out and uh, that was Yerman. And so that's when I decided like, this is the character that's gonna help me through my, my battle with depression. And, and a lot of people have started to find themselves in the character as well. So I've been really fortunate to create a character that people find themselves in as well. So it's been an interesting journey so far. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So how's this evolution of the Yerman kind of represented your mental illness struggles like yeah um i think it's interesting now because anytime i paint him happy people like freak out they're like oh my god are you happy and i'm like thanks guys so <laughs> that's cool <laughs> yeah like they want Yerman to be sad now and uh 
I don't have a picture of him anywhere, but you guys can just check out like the Yerman hashtag on Instagram or Twitter, and you can kind of see what he looks like. He's just like a big Ophi, um, furry Yeti. And uh, his, his expression is always very, very, it's pretty much the same every time I paint him. His, his mouth is a little frowny. Um, when I was painting it, Life is Beautiful, it was kind of a, uh, we were kind of getting treated a little badly over there by, by them. Like there was like, not badly, but they were kind of treating us like a little, uh, they weren't communicating with us. So I drew him with his tongue out. And people were like, why is his tongue out? And I was like, that's because we're being treated like shit. And so yeah. it was like, a, here's, here's to you, festival. <laughs> um, and so like people start picking up on that stuff. And it's like, it's a nice way for me to express myself without actually expressing myself. It's like a very passive aggressive way yeah. of expressing like, myself. You whoever you want. Yeah, and so it's yeah, nice. Visibility cloak. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. And so at, uh, the Gold Spike mural was interesting because I've never drawn him in any aspect that uh, is outside of just himself, like just isolated. And so with this, I was able to create characters that were interacting with him in a fun, approachable way. So yeah. that was a really cool project. So if you guys are ever at Gold Spike, it's over there in the beer pong area. Awesome. Yeah, I've been there. It's really super cool. It's right so, down the street. Yeah. So, um, psychotherapists is, are using this method in their uh, practice. So, how is that for you? Uh, first time I, I heard that a, um, a therapist was using the Yerman method, I like to call it, I kind of teared up and I started like crying. Because for me, like this character saved my life and for it to affect other people in a way that saves their life is, it's a lot to handle, you know, like it's a lot to yeah. understand. Woo! And so uh, the, there's been two therapists that have, have contacted me now telling me how they, they uh, utilize that method within their practice. So I don't know, it's, it's still hard for me to talk about because it's like a personal thing for me, but it's starting to become something that I can talk about more openly. So yeah. and I've been fortunate. I mean, I, I spoke at The Moth in New York about my story. I spoke at uh, Smith Center. I spoke with Creative Mornings and all these things. And every time I speak, people start to, they, they relate their, their story with this story. And it's, it's, I feel really fortunate. So. It's, yeah, it's a good it's an thing. awesome thing that you're doing. So what, uh, I know it's a huge thing, um, like friends and family sort of understanding mental illness and mm -hmm. someone that's going through it. Um, do you have any advice that you give to friends and family of people that are going through? I don't know illness? if this is the right advice because I'm not a therapist um, and I have to be careful with this stuff because since I'm not a therapist, like anything I say can really be detrimental as, as well as help. So yeah. uh, for me, it was coming out of my comfort zone and realizing that my family is just a small world. Like just because they didn't understand anxiety or depression doesn't mean that there's not help outside of that, that circle. And so it took me three years to see a therapist and really be like, okay, it's okay for me to talk to somebody only because I come from a very conservative family where they were saying, you know, that's weakness if you, if you seek help and stuff like that. Yeah. So the only advice I have is just do what's right for you. Look outside of your circle and realize that it's a bigger world out there and that if you need help, that's okay, and it's okay to talk about. Like, there shouldn't yeah. be this stigma around it, and luckily there's a lot of uh, organizations that are, that are coming out, and I'm fortunate to work with Jed Foundation and Project You're Okay, and, and we're all trying to just help out any way we can. Awesome. Well, great. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. It's been awesome talking to you. Yeah, you too. Uh, if you want to uh, follow Ryan, you can follow him at VegasRyan on Instagram or RyanBrenty.com. And then also a big announcement, uh, we've been working on DepressedMonsters.com for the past three months with uh, Fatbeard, who's in the back right there, and it's just released today, so if you go to DepressedMonsters.com, you're the first one to see it. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, take it up. Stick around. Sexy crowd tonight. Yeah. Our sexy. main segment for this evening is brought to you by the Iron Yard. Learn how to code like a pro, get to it, get with the Iron Yard. Tonight I will be introducing to you one of the creators of Hitchbat himself, 
the one, the only, Chris Kim. Come on out, brother. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on. Come on, have a seat. How was your drive up here? That was a you good drive. drove in from Orange County, man. That's a beautiful state. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful city, yeah. Beautiful. And you yeah. went from one beautiful city to another, man. Yeah, I How love you doing? Las Vegas. I'm doing so, good, man. That's great, man. And you come out here pretty often, huh? I come out here about once every six weeks. You need to start coming on to the show once every six weeks, bro. That's, <laughs> that's very doing. kind of you well, to say. Tell me, Chris, uh, you know, how did the story of Hitchback come about? You know, how did it all start? Well, the story started, and we could get a little bit of help right here. Yeah, really. If I can get <laughs> caught you. <laughs> uh, story really started with the Hitchbot, and what the Hitchbot is is a robot that was supposed to travel across the country. It actually made the journey all the way across Canada, going from one side of Canada to the other side of Canada by hitchhiking, and it did that in 26 days. And it's a social experiment, and what they did is they traveled Germany, they traveled the Netherlands, and said, let's try this experiment in America. Well, unfortunately, what happened when it traveled from New York, made its way down to Philadelphia, uh, sadly, a couple guys in Philadelphia did this to it. Let me get that next slide. Yeah. Next one, yeah. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah, so that's, that's what Philly's happened. supposed to be the city of brotherly love, man. It is the city of brotherly it love. It is. Shout out to Philly. We love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it is the city of brotherly love, but a couple of guys did this to it. Unfortunately, they had to spoil the party. So I got, a, I got a friend of mine, and we saw this, and we said, this can't stand. Someone needs to do something about it. So we created something that we call the Hitch Bat. And why did you guys call it the Hitch Bat again? It was, uh... Well, we called it the Hitch Bat because it's a little bit of a play off of Hitch Bot, and we love Batman. And so we <laughs> thought, combine the two, and the original idea was this was going to travel the country. It was going to go from Los Angeles to Philadelphia to finish the journey that the original Hitch Bot wasn't going to do. In, in the name of vengeance. Yeah, and, you know, get revenge and seek vengeance and force fallen brother. That was the original idea. Mm -hmm. And then and shortly after that, when that, all that came about, Hitchbat actually started doing a lot of uh, charity events. Tell me a little bit more about that and how it's impacted the community in a positive light. Well, things kind of changed because uh, we originally were going to start here in Las Vegas, which is how it's Las Vegas related. What better way? We were working with an organization called Critical Care Comics. <laughs> and what they do, yeah, shout and out. Yeah. And what they do is they take comic books to sick kids in the hospital. And so we love that idea. So we went around Los Angeles a little bit and we collected some comic books and worked with them and took those comic books to the kids in the hospital. Mm -hmm. uh, and That's then, nice. yeah, yeah. And then we also, we also worked with another organization here that does some anti-bullying work. They're called Quest ATA Martial Arts. Quest ATA. And uh, can we get? Yeah, <laughs> next one, brother. Oh, you know what? I missed that slide. Next it's a, one but that's after okay. That. Let's go back. We'll skip. We'll skip past it. But anyway, so th what they that's do? That's the one. Quest ATA. Quest These ATA. are the people behind Quest ATA. Yeah, and what they, and what they did is uh, when they heard about Hitchbat, they donate. They are very involved with anti-bullying, and so they have an anti-bully uh, self-defense class that they donated two of the classes to people here in the Las Vegas community. So two kids are currently enrolled in anti-bullying classes That's good. because of them. And I tell you what, I, I went through all of my schooling through Las Vegas, and I'll tell you one thing, bullying is a, it's a major issue. It, it's been in the past, and it is today, and I'm glad that people are doing something about it now. Yeah, we're so. very thankful for working with them. But Absolutely. Yeah.
And you guys also got a chance to, to work with Kevin Smith on the whole thing, too, with the comic book st uh, stuff. Yeah, well, when word got out that we were doing some of these philanthropic things, uh, a lot, you know, hit Kevin Smith was a big Hitchbot fan. And so. You guys remember Clerks? Yeah. Clerks yeah. 2. Clerks That's, 2. Yeah. yeah. Clerks Bob. coming through, coming soon, Clerks 3. Ooh. <laughs> so. Spoiler alert. People were sending him all these tweets about, hey, have you seen this? Because he's also a big Batman fan. And so when he found out about the Hitch Bat, he asked us to bring Hitch Bat to his podcast, Hollywood Babylon. That's, that was the picture that you saw of Kevin Smith a little bit, a little bit ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we had to meet Kevin Smith, and he talked a little bit about Hitchbat on his podcast. That's amazing. You know, yeah. Hitchbat, he's impacting the community in such a great way. You know, he's meeting all these, these great people that are putting him out here and stuff. But I, I got to ask you, wh where is he tonight? Well, I figured he would be here tonight to get interviewed himself. Well, Hitchbat is in Seattle right now because he's on a different mission. Lucky him. Oh, there he is. There's Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith there right there. Yeah. There's Kev, Mr. Ralph Garman. And a bunch of other great people. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> so, but yeah, currently he's in Seattle because there was an important mission. After Kevin Smith talked about it on his podcast, people started reaching out to us on Facebook saying, hey, can you please send Hitchback to this next location? A woman reached out um, to us, and this is a tough story for me to tell. She reached out to us because she lost her granddaughter uh, recently. And the family was going through a lot of grief and she saw some of the pictures that we were posting online of some of the cool things that he was doing and so she said can you please send it up to seattle because we could use a few laughs here what she really wanted to do was do the thing that we did with uh, critical care comics which was deliver more comic books to the other kids in the hospital and where where her, where her granddaughter passed away and and she was doing that in the way to 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 spread cheer to other kids that died in the same hospital or that, that are in the same hospital that her granddaughter died in. You know, what really struck me about her story is that in a time of grief, she reached out and wanted to help other people. And so when I heard about that, I said, this has to happen. We have to get Hitchbat to Seattle one way or the other. So... That's such a beautiful story. Well, well, yeah. well, she's a wonderful one. Her name is Hilia Welsh, and mm -hmm. she lives up in Seattle. Shout out to you, darling. Yeah. We're with you. And her beautiful granddaughter, Yaz, Jasmine, or Yasmine, sorry. Um, so when we heard about this story, we said we have to get it to Seattle. So we we're trying to figure out a way how are we going to get Hitch Bat to Seattle because the method of transportation is supposed to be hitchhiking. But this mission was so important, we had to find a way to do it. So we were posting on Twitter, Instagram, saying, hey, we're going to Seattle. Can someone give it a ride? I met a woman at a restaurant. Now, this was at a, a after a Comic-Con, I went out to go grab some lunch. She was going to the same Comic-Con. This, this is her, right this is Charlotte. Here. She goes by Charlie. Uh, I met her, and we just happened to be at the same restaurant. I could tell she was from the con because she was wearing her lanyard and I was wearing mine. And I said, hey, we're both from the con. You want to just grab some lunch together? Total stranger. So we sat down at a table, um, and we shared a meal, and I shared the story. And she volunteered, say, hey, I, I'll drive Hitch back to Seattle. And that's and part just by reaching out to somebody instead of you know keeping your face in your phone like everybody else does nowadays. That's you know? been part of this incredible adventure. Are the incredible people that I've met? People like her, people like Hilia, people you know like you know Fat Beard's back there. <laughs> the people who do good things for good people. What's up, Fat Beard? 
Uh, let me ask you, um, can anybody uh, get a hold of View of Hitchbat to, to get them to come out to, to their hometown, to their city, to bring some cheer? Well, I mean, the way that it works is we're on, like I was saying before, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. If you have any kind of charity that you're involved with, that you would like. slash Hitchbat. Yeah, all of those slash Hitchbat. And if you would like for Hitchbat to come to your city, send us a message or what we call, I shared with you before, you want to, you want to uh, say it? I believe it was the <laughs> Hitchbat signal. Send us a Hitchbat <laughs> signal and we'll see what we can do about getting Hitchbat to the, your city to help you out with whatever charity that you're, going, you're running. That is absolutely amazing, bro. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment. But um, I just want to thank you for coming out here, man. You, you are man. a beautiful thank soul, so and we would love on. to have you back with Hitchbat thank as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, and a shout-out to Hitchbat in Seattle, brother. We're with you. Our hearts are out there with you. Now, stay tuned for Downtown Frankie and the Franks. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> I am downtown Frankie and this is the Franks. Just got real, she's along for the ride. She chose to be my hero and stick by my side. Now I really love her because I could have died. One more time. Oh yeah, right. yeah, my pretty lady, yeah, yeah. Your smile saved me, yeah. Thank you all, yeah! Yo, can I say something? We proud to be here tonight. Frankie and the Franks, we've been traveling the world. Finally, we in downtown Las Vegas at the Downtown Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And you witnessed tonight. Wow, this was such a great performance, you guys. Thank you guys for coming. Um, 
thank you guys for coming. That's our show.